0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic edition of Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreau,
1: And I am Condra Boudreaux.
0: Condra, we're here in the same room. What? Crazy. Okay, it's minute 58, which begins with Fox checking on, or stopping checking on his son, going over to check out Rat, and it ends with Fox with a grim look on his face, looking down upon a dead carcass of Rat who's dead
1: in case you didn't get that
0: okay yeah well it's a non-visual medium so i try to describe it
1: so when we turn to see rat on the ground we have this very delicately placed knife that is just standing straight up out of the concrete (laughs) and i'm just like "Hmm, that's interesting how did that get there i didn't even see that yeah it's like so his feet are all like flailing and like kick in and which doesn't make any sense if the electric shock is like still coursing through like why is he flailing the way he is mostly because he then continues to live after it's not like the flailing it's, it's stops. movie rules it's <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense
0: essentially this whole, this whole minute's his death scene so he's, he
1: eats it up. oh yeah
0: it's it's juicy
1: he chews it why is... Why are death scenes or, like, scenes in general, like, food-related? Like, you chew a scene. Well,
0: you chew scenery. Hmm. Which now makes me want to see some sort of, like, skit where you're like, okay, chew the scenery, and the guy's like, What?
1: <laughs> like Amelia Bedelia?
0: Yeah, like Amelia Bedelia and, and so the, you're like, you're the Joker, you need to chew the scenery <laughs> So the nom, Joker nom, Like, nom, s- nom, starts eating the table you're like, no, not like that, Joker You're crazy, but you're not that crazy <laughs>
1: Um, So There's like the delicately placed knife And then Rad is kicking his feet And then he settles down And that's when Fox moves in Yeah,
0: it's you like- need to make sure he's not a threat anymore
1: it still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, as,
0: as I said, we're operating on kids movie character death logic. It's very, very different.
1: Okay. Well, then you get some really interesting angles in this scene of like camera angles of yeah. looking straight down at Rat as he's lying down and then also up, for almost a rat POV, but not quite a POV of Fox.
0: ROV. Rat of you. <laughs>
1: no rpov there we go rpov but the camera works in some really cool ways in like thinking about like puppetry and like how they would have done it so cuz to get it so it was at a distance where it would have looked like a still a realistic size but not making the fox like foxes seem giant yeah it's it's a really nice balance
0: well no, yeah they do they do a good job in this it's the classic Wes anderson of like shot counter shot but the fact that Usually that's all like on a horizontal plane, but now it's on like a vertical plane. I don't know like which way that works, so forgive yeah. my directions. Yeah, no,
1: it would be horizontal because if you're going from like someone standing, I think you'd be thinking about it as a perpendicular. Yeah. And so, yeah, vertical in this situation.
0: So it's kind of a funny inversion of the usual Wes Anderson camera style but as you said it works really well
1: yeah um it does bring up something though that i really never noticed before and it makes me a little uncomfortable fox's eyebrows are really defined in this minute <laughs> and i'm just like they're really black why does he have them foxes don't really have eyebrows well they like have whiskeries yeah. but not like hum- whiskeries human defined Black in his orange fur. It really makes him stand out in a way I didn't like.
0: I mean, we've talked about how every animal in this movie has to be anthropomorphized to an extent so we can understand the emotions. And depending on, like, the different angles we get of Fox, his his face looks weirdly different sometimes. Yeah. So I think it's just one of those.
1: No, it definitely is, but it was something that, like, really stood out to me in this minute.
0: And we have, like, darker, gloomier lighting, too, in this minute, so...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, as Rat is dying, he says He reveals the location of Christopherson He's in an apple crate on top of a gun le- locker In the attic of Bean Annex
1: At least it's specific
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't get any more specific than that How did he know that? One, I, I mean, this is a rhetorical question How did he know that? Two, my, my bigger question is Why is it called Bean Annex?
1: I mean, if it's a, like, Bean's complex, so the annex of the complex.
0: Why is it just Bean's house?
1: Well, I think it encompasses the whole farming build, like, all the buildings on it, too. So, like, the cider cellar, I'm assuming there's a, like, place for storage.
0: But how many attics does Bean have?
1: But the attic of the annex.
0: So he's not in the attic of the
1: of the main house the, is what i'm like so that, is the annex
0: not the house no an annex what's is the an, annex an
1: annex is usually an attachment so it could be like a garage or something on that idea okay
0: sure I, don't know. I guess that's why i asked the question okay yeah uh and then fox says would you have told me if i didn't kill you first
1: did he really kill him I mean, they were fighting. Rat happened to get electrocuted. It's not like Fox is like, "I'm gonna electrocute you now." It didn't. That didn't happen that way.
0: I mean, but they they like they were fighting. Like, okay, so in Spider-Man one,
1: Tobey Maguire. Yes. All right. He
0: chases he chases the guy who stole the money from yes. the wrestling. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, wh- whom he thinks killed Uncle Ben. <laughs> Although it's later revealed that it was actually Flint Marco, the Sandman. Or or was it actually? Uh, Because different flashbacks kind of tell different things. I don't remember Spider-Man 3. But what happens in that is Spider-Man, like, him and the guy are, like, not really fighting, but Spider-Man's kind of chasing him around, and the guy falls out of a window and gets crushed on a spike. Did Spider-Man kill him?
1: I think causation isn't necessarily aligned with correlation, so while their fight correlated to his death, Spider-Man was not the direct cause of his death. It's not like he was the one that pushed him into the spike in the same way. They were fighting. I don't think that it nece- necessarily like
0: that but that doesn't hold up in court is what I'm saying. No, no it like, doesn't. We were fighting and then he got electrocuted and he died, but I didn't kill him.
1: Like Yeah, no that's fair.
0: Like yeah, but that's what you wanted, wasn't it wasn't
1: Was it? He just wanted, like, that's the thing. Fox has never shown this kind of aggression towards what we're calling sentient critters. Did did he actually want, like, there? he definitely was, like, aggressive towards him, but he was also aggressive towards Badger earlier in the film, and does that mean he also wanted to kill Badger?
0: It's um, like animal
1: instinct is interesting. I think
0: the result is a net positive for Fox, though. In such a way where it's not really like, the ends justify the means, and it was just kind of a phrase I dislike. I hate that phrase. But uh, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's tricky, because...
0: It's tricky. <laughs>
1: I was doing the same thing. Um, <laughs> it's tricky because it is this thing that's undefined in the film, and does Fox suddenly become a bad character because he does kill another character. I think Fox and-
0: is just being ironically blunt in this line and so he's like, if I didn't kill you first, because it, w- it would have been weird if he said, would you have told me if you didn't accidentally die in the middle of while we were fighting first? Like, that just doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Yeah. And as we know, Fox is more more focused on quips than he is with
1: Here for the bants.
0: Yeah. The bants.
1: Yeah. I watch a lot of British and No, it makes people sense. YouTubers.
0: And Rat answers him. He says, "I." He says, "Never. I. I wouldn't wouldn't have told you where Christofferson was." What I think is a really like, this is the sort of moment you don't get in a lot of movies, even adult movies, where you, you kind of see this complexity come out of a character.
1: Mm-hmm. Rat isn't all bad. He's not all good. He's. I think he's chaotic neutral.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think. Well, oftentimes you get this quote-unquote redemption moment for like a villain. But what you don't get is the kind of question where it's like, "Would you have told me if, like, it didn't come to this?" And and then the the villain saying no, like outright. Yeah, is I don't know. I I feel like it's something I haven't really seen before.
1: I feel like I definitely have seen like the questioning. I just don't know if the bad guy always makes it to the answer. Like he's usually dying and doesn't make it. (laughs) But then transitioning to the next question is like a more of a why like after all these years why yeah and i was just thinking about the all these years it's like what could that entail like life choices life path why he teamed up with humans there's so much packed in that all these years
0: well it's implied earlier that rat knew felicity and mr fox like Before they all had children and stuff. In
1: their younger years? In their
0: younger years. Back when uh, Felicity was the town tart.
1: No. (laughs) No, that's really rude. Pretty as a mink stole. I can take that. I'm not going to take...
0: Hey, it's his words, not mine.
1: I know, but town tart is problematic for other reasons. Like, that concept of promiscuity and females being... I know, we
0: talked about this. I I was just referring back to the moment.
1: I know, and I'm still angry. (laughs) (laughs) Let me fuel my anger constantly.
0: After after Fox asks, what were you after? Ash pops up and says, he's trying to say something. Like, of course he's trying to say something. He just asked him a question.
1: <laughs> also, Ash, <laughs> what if you just interrupted Rat and he dies before he answers? Like, the stakes are too high for Ash to be interrupting. But then he, Rat answers cider?
0: I mean, like, you gotta be honest. Like, fair answer.
1: I'm doing the Troy Bolton meme of all the questioning. <laughs> and because it's just like, I don't think rats could actually have cider, like alcohol. And it's like, alcohol. Well, remember,
0: he's a, a mutated rat.
1: He is a mutated rat. Um, but like, it's a little concerning.
0: I think it's an interesting character motivation. Usually, he's not after like
1: he's after his fueling of his addiction. That's not okay. Uh, <laughs> he's an alcoholic.
0: No, it's not presented like that because we. we Bean, bean is presented as only consuming this cider too. It's not. It's not necessarily. We don't consider bean like an alcoholic.
1: I would if that's all he's consuming. That's not healthy. I
0: know. I. I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm saying the the, pre, the presentation of the characters isn't like as an addiction or like alcoholism. It's just that like this cider's so good and nutritionally fulfilling apparently. I'm not saying that it's realistic. I'm saying that it's, it's interesting if... I'll go back to the Joker. What if the Joker's motivation was like, I just really like donuts. <laughs> the Joker just wanted to eat donuts all the time.
1: I just feel like there's some... Because it is a children's film, because it's alcoholic, like, there's something else tied in that's not explored enough. And, like, alcoholism's a real danger that, like, people don't take seriously. And, yeah. like, it it's concerning that, like, that's his motivation. Like... He's hit that point in the cycle where if that's his motivation, like he's dead. But like he might not be able to make it back if he were to stay alive. It, it his life is essentially over because of it. it. It's really just sad.
0: Yeah. What what I'm saying is that such a simple character motivation though is still strong. It's not like he was he had a grand plan. Yeah. He he was he was a bad guy and he wanted what he wanted.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. But then mr fox like scoops up some mud <laughs> and lets l- rat lick out of his hands and i have a couple questions about this one how would you feel about someone licking mud out of your hands with a like a long tongue
0: i don't know if they, if they were on their deathbed like you never know i don't know you try to do something something to make someone happy when they're dying also it's possible i wrote this down that there could still be cider in that puddle <laughs> that
1: was my second question was like do you think this is from the flood and it's actually cider because <laughs> i do
0: i think there's definitely some cider in there um probably not all cider. yeah though. and it looks like it looks chunky so yeah. like there's definitely it's definitely as you said like muddy in some way
1: and rat says it tastes like pure liquid gold yeah
0: velveta mac and cheese that's that's liquid gold, right? Is that what their commercial slogan is, right? I have right?
1: no idea. I don't eat <laughs> mac and cheese, really. I don't like cheese. So, And people can fight me. I will defend my taste buds.
0: Really? Because I've made you mac and cheese many a time. I
1: know. and But like it's once in a blue moon. I don't eat it all yeah, the yeah, time. yeah, yeah.
0: I know. I know. And then we get the kind of classic build up of uh rat taking his dying breaths and then all of a sudden his eyes become Xs and he's dead.
1: And you laughed so hard.
0: It's really funny. Uh, if if comedy is the build up and release of tension, we you we're accustomed to like in movies like characters dying and then like in a very like me Skywalker kind of way like all of a sudden like slow motion their head back and they're dead. Yeah, but it here and this
1: is essentially what happened here. But you have the addition of but
0: it's very symbolically like expressionistic that all of, like the moment he dies, his his eyes turn to X's, much like the chickens earlier in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it it is it is funny, and I definitely like get a chuckle out of it. But your reaction was just very intense when we were watching. <laughs> it. I was like, oh wow, okay, this is Tyler's mood today.
0: I laugh very physically. You I...
1: do, I don't. <laughs> I'm dead inside.
0: Someone I was I was I was hanging out with someone yesterday and they were like we asked them what major they were and she she was like I'm a history major, which basically means she knows how to read. We checked. <laughs> uh
1: you know, as a for as a history major too. Yeah. But, I mean, there's more to it.
0: Okay, but my reaction to that what, like the, that that joke's not important. It's the story and the the me aspect of it is more important.
1: <laughs> wow, narcissistic much. <laughs> Um, I'm the highlight of this story.
0: No, well, well, but I, I didn't laugh like at the joke that she made. But what I thought, what I was, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, that's a good joke. And she said, you didn't laugh, and I was like, I was like, no, but it's important for everyone regarding their major or career path to have like, like a nice joke about it so, to like ease tension. That's a good one. Like you did a good,
1: yeah. I usually, like, it. usually for me when I talk about, like, being a history major, it'll be like, yeah, I'm a history major. I try not to study about dead white guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like, you're a classics major. What are you going to do? Teach? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to do.
1: <laughs> Fight me! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, uh, Yeah. We're going to go see the Lego movie after this.
1: Heck yeah, we are. I'm super jazzed. <laughs>
0: Apparently we're out of things to talk about. So uh
1: we're at 18 minutes.
0: Okay. But uh yeah, we'll we'll hit you with the hot Lego movie review next week.
1: Oh yeah, that get that animated movie life. Oh yeah.
0: I think the Lego movie in terms of like sense of humor, I think Lord and Miller are similar. They're like they're a little more fast-paced than Wes Anderson. But they have a they have a they have a certain dryness that also fits with Wes Anderson. Oh my God,
1: the Batman movie. You got or the Lego Batman movie, you a hundred percent saw it in that. Like yeah. especially like the quips of like the decade changes in all his costumes and it's yeah. like it's that kind of fast paced stuff that felt super Wes Anderson y, which is interesting because our dad did not like the Lego movie or the Batman Lego movie, but he likes Wes Anderson.
0: Yeah, I I think
1: there's a kid level to it. Too. I,
0: I've been saying this the last couple days when I've been talking about how I'm excited to see the Lego movie because a lot of people haven't seen the first one.
1: It's so good. It's so good. And I, I say to people it's like... so good. I
0: say to people like people our age and like a little bit older and a little bit younger like it's great. Like it really hits the mar- mark. Just like people the generation above us it weirdly doesn't hit. I think it's the sense of humor.
1: I also think for like us especially too there's something about the animation to it too yeah. because like we both walked out and we were like each piece looked like Lego and the little yeah. dots and it was just like that technical element too. Yeah
0: and that's also what's so similar to Wes Anderson is that I I would love to see a Wes Anderson Lego movie. I, I would love to see him work in that medium. I think it would be a, a really good fit. I, I'm sure Wes Anderson doesn't have a specific emotional connection to Legos.
1: No, he's too fancy. But
0: uh it would be interesting. Yeah. To see his kind of his sense of humor kind of fits the 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 established brand of the Lego. Yeah. movies.
1: And even like the Lego TV shows like I know I watched um part of the Lego Star Wars Free Freemake, Freemakers adventures. I don't, I don't know. It, it was like C3PO and R2D2 and they were like recounting the stories but from their perspectives and it was hilarious. Hilarious, And it was very similar. Droid Tales. Droid Tales. That's what it was. Thank you. <clears throat> Freemaker Adventures is the other Star Wars Lego. But even, like, the Lego Star Wars, like, the Yoda Chronicles and all that, they all they all hit the same kind of punches. And
0: it would be interesting to see, like, a PG-13 Lego movie if Wes Anderson made it. Or, like, a rated R one. Yo! Even.
1: No, I feel like that would turn <laughs> into, like, almost, I didn't see this, but, like, Sausage Party it's like, oh, it's a cartoon, but it's edgy. And I didn't, I wouldn't want that. I could handle like a PG-13. I mean, the I thing, thing with Sausage Party is that it
0: goes a thousand percent. Yeah. And I mean, Sausage Party isn't a great movie, but it's a good movie.
1: I, yeah, I have no interest in seeing it. <laughs> That's Not my okay. style.
0: So, yeah, it'd be interesting.
1: Yeah. That All is, right. That is a fun cross. Let's out. call
0: it a day. This has been Minute 58 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. We hope you join us next time for Minute 59, where more shenanigans will occur.
1: Or will it be sad shenanigans?
0: Oh, sad shenanigans. Oh, we didn't mention in this minute uh,
1: <gasps> uh, the music. The music. Uh, we talked a little bit about it last time. We talked time. about
0: it last time. But in this minute, it becomes like the slow, uh, like hitting the bells and the, the Bog- chimes. Yeah,
1: it's bogus, but it's still um, a dead rat. What is in it? In a garbage
0: can, can behind a Chinese restaurant or yeah. whatever. Which yeah. is the line we'll get next minute. Yeah.
1: Um, but the song drastically shifts about halfway through from the more jaunty, fighty music to the slow chime xylophone. And we get this that part of the, the music in this minute.
0: Yeah. But we hope you join us next time for Minute 59, where we finally get the payoff for this kind of song title that we have. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Amateur Nerds is the show. And me personally can be found at, at Tyler Booty. That's at T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
1: If you have any thoughts, questions, comments about future minutes of Fantastic Mr. Fox, you can email us at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. You can also rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and some other podcast listening sites.
0: And just so you know, I've been Tyler Boudreaux.
1: I've been Condra, And
0: we hope you have a fantastic day.
1: Lieutenant Dan Fantastic?